0: Yeah, he was whipping in ice creams for days, wasn't he, that fella? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only you'd be bringing these guys into your squad. You're picking good maps every week. Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Join us each week for the highs and the lows of FPL points, halls and flops. My name is Luke and this is my co-host, my main man, Benny. How are you, mate?
0: You good? Oh, mate, I'm good, but I don't think my, my soul and my fantasy team is.
1: <laughs> you, you're a habits captain or I know.
0: Mate, I think that was probably the worst week of fantasy football I've ever witnessed on a personal level.
1: You but, wanted to throw in the towel.
0: Oh, mate! I, I mean, that's it now. My uh, my name up in lights is no longer a dream. It's that's killer. It's killer.
1: It's oh. um. I mean, Lukaku injury changed the game week because you wouldn't have brought Habits in. Uh, majority, people, majority would have just captained Lukaku and you wouldn't have been left so far behind. You would have just got the Salah, the Salah Hall without the captaincy like many of us. So
0: it's pretty unlucky, mate. I thought, like, look, to be honest, I thought Salah would score and I was happy with that. But Chelsea away, Havertz leading the line and they won 7-0 and he didn't even get an assist you know he was
1: the only outfield player that didn't didn't record a, a points return because all the defenders all the um and mendy they all got the clean sheet points you had goals from chilwell Reese james every midfielder returned an assist or a goal uh the bench players that came on returned as well he was the only player that did nothing that game week so i think you're pretty unlucky he'll get something this week against newcastle he surely won't troll everyone that badly.
0: Did you see any of the game? Like the bloke didn't even get in the box. He's fucking about in the wing, trying to come deep. I don't know who he thought he was. You're a striker, mate. Stay in the box.
1: It's it's a tough position. Um, like he he was opening up. His his runs were actually key to the way Chelsea were playing because it created so many opportunities for for Mount, Reese, James, Chilwell. Like there was just so many openings because he was his movement was was still good it's just he wasn't getting through those like he wasn't the player on the end of the, the balls that was coming back like mount shots weren't like in the six yard box like where you expect um habits as goals to kind of come from get, He he scored a lot of um, flick on goals uh, his touch is good um i didn't think he played too badly um like it was a game that Norwich gave up from the in the first five minutes, they were just they weren't competitive in that game. I don't know what it was. They had no intensity and they had no intention of even playing for a draw in that game. It was, it was Chelsea or Buffs from the opening whistle, and it's uh, the game wasn't suited to to that kind of role that Habits was playing to get a haul. It's, it's funny how it worked. Like Kovacic, Jorginho, they were running the show. There was gaps. There was so much space in midfield for them to pick passes and then uh, even Mount's um, first goal, there was no pressure on him. All he had to do was slot it and uh, yeah, the game changed from there.
0: Norwich are, I reckon they could be the worst Premier League team. I reckon they'd be going for that award. Even worse than Derby back in the Can, day. Who, who are they going to beat? Like
1: uh, The way they're playing, they haven't got, like it was such, they've, they've got no midfield creativity, um, they've got some some pace and, and they have created some chances on the counter. Like that sergeant should have slotted a goal against Brighton the week before, um, but he didn't put enough pace on it. But they haven't got enough goals in. Losing Buendia was, was yeah, there was an... They've just got no um, impetus in attack. It's, it's lacklustre and their intensity is not there to compete with these... Uh, elite Premier League teams. I can't see them winning a game, mate.
0: Well, I mean, being a Leeds fan this week, if we don't win, if we don't oh, win, this yeah. game, that is an absolute six pointer this early in the season. I can't believe I'm saying this, but if we don't win this game, I reckon we'll go down too.
1: The did so well last season with a thin squad, but the injuries you're facing, um, somewhat lack of um, intensity and and, well, Southampton the other week, the stats shown that that was the first Premier League team to, that's outrun Leeds since they've come back up. Um, so that was that was a shocking statistic because Leeds' determination and the way they play generally enables them to, to win games based on sheer willpower and, and
0: pressure.
1: Yeah. Now, not having Bamford, there's a huge, huge loss. And the experience of, of even guys like, you know, um, Ailing like in, in the back line. Like he's just one of those guys that played nearly every game last season. So
0: yeah, you're losing some key players there. Bit a bit of change in the squad. Mm. Well we're missing six players. So we got Ailing, Cock, um, Phillips. Yeah, Rafi. Calvin Phillips should be back, mm. I believe, That's this good. weekend. Um, so there's still I still think we'll come good if we win this game, hopefully. But mate, um, before we do the review of the uh, last week's uh Mavs, which at least one thing well, went well for me. Um, I'll just say, guys, thanks for continuing to support us and listen. Um, please follow us on Twitter at FPL Mavericks and at FPL Australia is our, our tag. Um, feel free to join the uh, Fantasy League. It's a really strong league, isn't it, mate? Like, I don't know if you've checked the other leagues in your app or your website, but Peter Steiny at the top on, on 657 points. Huge haul. Huge total. It's
1: competitive because I've had a lot of good weeks in a row, and I'm I'm still languishing at ninth or tenth, and it's, it's tough to gain on those 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 top those top players. So everyone's bringing the points. It's it's
0: good to see. Yeah, mate. And then a big shout out to uh, Simon Kaplan on 110 game week nine points, and Harry Mackay of 117 in second and third, respectively. Vaz has dropped. But he's going to be in and about. He's only 17 points off the top. Yeah. And then my current housemate, Cammy, with a big haul in 114, just drawing level with a bit of a rivalry with yourself, mate. Yeah, he's starting to annoy me.
1: Because every week I, I see his squad and I think, that's rubbish, I've got him. And he just keeps hanging about. And then he comes up with a massive points haul this week.
0: Yeah. And Charles is still hanging in there on your coattails. Yeah, three points yeah. off.
1: Interesting. Uh, I've got them beat. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what an unbelievable... This is your best Mav week ever by a country mile. Three out of three. You nailed that mount pick. Um, it, you know what? It could have been a different story had he missed that penalty or that, that initially, if he didn't retake that penalty, he would have been docked points for that pen save. Um. So... Yeah, he did. He, he finished it well, and Norwich had given up at that stage. So he, I, I still think he's a great pick. But I, I think that's you won't you won't get an explosive hole like that from Mason Mount very often. That's uh, once in a career type type game for him. But awesome pick from you. Twenty four points. You also had Bernardo Silva who returned a five pointer. So he, he got an assist in the Man City four one win. And your Benny's bargain bucket pick of. Your man, Cornette, who is the 0.0% owned Burnley asset, returned a 15-pointer with two goals. What a what a stellar week you've had, mate.
0: Yeah, he was whipping in ice creams for days, wasn't he, that fella?
1: <laughs> if only you'd be bringing these guys into your squad. You're picking good Mavs every week.
0: It's the, it's the way of the math, mate. You just do what you want and it's impulsive. Mm. So it's a shame. Well, with your current form... Do you want
1: to kick us off with your first Mav of the, the game week 10?
0: Yes, I do, actually. And apologies in advance, because I feel like these are a bit knee-jerky after watching the games, but I feel that the percentage that they're on and the, and the run that they're on, like I feel like they've got to be in the team. So my first one is um, Callum Hudson-Odoi. Of, uh oh, of yeah. I think he's really in Touchell's plans now. Um, I think he's starting to trust him. And And when I watched him against New, uh, Norwich, although they were Norwich and they were woeful, he just looks like he's starting to gain a bit of end product, which is really exciting for fantasy managers because he's got all the raw ability. He's absolutely lightning. He's got quick feet. He's happy to do, to do the dirty work defensively as well now. And just like that finish, it was just such a, a well-timed run and slot under the keeper. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in for some fancy points. Um, he can obviously play in that that wide role uh, at wing-back. But then also, because of the way that Chelsea play, he can play in that front three. And if you've noticed, other than Havertz, Hazard- um, the, the front three, uh, or the wide front two, are just basically interchanging. So they're popping up everywhere. And I think that suits his game as well. I think he's way smarter than people give him credit for. He's not just a, a, a winger. I feel like as time goes on, if he carries on his trajectory in terms of composure and end product, we could see him in the 10 in later in his career. Um, So for the next next week against Newcastle, I think he will start. I know he played midweek, um, but he's young. And with uh, Azpicueta out, I feel like James will still stay where he is and Hudson-Odoi will, will, will play wide. So, yeah, I'm going to jump on this bloke. And I might even put him in my team this week for Click. Okay,
1: that, That's out there. You, you can't take Click out against Norwich, surely.
0: I I'll have This is his last week. Like, he's doing my Last him.
1: chance?
0: Yeah, last chance. Hey, just him.
1: just noting, Reese James also played in the... Who was named in the Cup squad to, to start for Chelsea this week. So... Yeah, no, Noa Um I, I have a feeling that Aspi might might come in at that right back slot on the weekend, so James could be rotated. But, but either way, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard. I, th- I think we thought Rhys James was perhaps the most nailed out of the wing backs this year, but Aspi's performances on that right uh, have been insane the last few weeks. He's he's a He's, a, he's just an engine that never stops. Brilliant player for his age. And he's been performing so well for Spain as well. Mm. But that's a, that's a good pick because he's shown some form and, and Chelsea's goal-scoring form are unbelievable. If you, if you are backing a Chelsea or Man City attacker, those, those, both those teams look like they're good for two or three goals a game. They're creating so many chances.
0: Where do you think he'll pop up if he starts? Old Hudson or
1: well, he'll play on that um, wide right, surely, if he's in there. You thought so? Mm. It's just a matter of, of I can't predict too shell at the moment. He's worse than Pep at the moment. Yeah, it's killer. He wasn't this bad last season. Who have you got, mate? All right, my mav number one. I'm going with uh, another Chelsea lad uh, who's, who's currently on loan to Southampton. And it's Armando Broja the um the albanian striker he's looked great since he's come into that southampton squad and it looks like he's displaced adam armstrong in that starting lineup and um the the last two weeks he's he's bagged a goal he, he the only thing that slightly concerns me is he hasn't played the the full 90 in either of the last two games and he's also listed as questionable because he did pick up an ankle injury against burnley last week but he's He's looking. He's just such a dangerous player, and they've got a good fixture against Watford this this week. And Watford um, defense just looks like they're ready to continue to concede goals every week. Um, Ranieri hasn't quite got it working the way he would would have liked. So they played a lot more open in the last game, and that's why it was ended up being a, such a high scoring game. I, I really feel if he starts and recovers, which which it appears he will. I think he'll do well and, and they've got three nice fixtures coming up in Watford, Aston Villa and Norwich for goals. So I'm liking him and he's so cheap. He's, he's, he's only 1% owned and he's a 5 million striker. So you pick him up and you can you can do whatever they want you want because you can upgrade across the rest of your squad.
0: Yeah. Brilliant
1: price and, and he's a good pick for goals.
0: Yeah, mate, I really like that. I know obviously it's difficult to, to comment on his stats, but even at... X-XG ninety is not point five, so mm. um that's really strong. Um I feel like he's you can just tell Chelsea just produce these players, don't they? Just like Liveramento, just yeah. really good technical players that can just you can tell step up to the next level. Mm. Great system. Who who's your second Mav? One question before we jump into that map for you that I want to speak to about is, is Watford quickly. Um, do you think that's just a one-off result? Like, I know Everton had a really poor team out. I know Davy scored, but they were missing Decore. They were missing a few others, like the two strikers with Charlison, DCL. What do you make of Watford? Like, surely they they don't just sort it out overnight. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, the team that he set up wasn't too different from what. The previous manager did.
1: Uh, uh, Everton had a bit of a, they they fell apart. A lot of those goals came late in the game, so it's it's. I think it was just one of those games. Everton defense was, they they had some real moments of questionable decision making, and it, and it cost them. And and I mean Josh King pouncing on. What did he get? Did he end up getting a hat-trick in that game, Josh King? Yeah, he got three goals. Yeah.
0: So,
1: yeah. I, yeah, a couple of them were from set pieces as well. So they just weren't well-organised and a couple of mistakes. Uh, they do miss Decore a lot because he was so critical to the way they were playing. So it's a big adjustment for them. So, yeah, that, that in my opinion, was a, they caught Everton on the right day to win that game but right. Watford in my mind are still not that that team that are going to be winning games and scoring a lot of goals so that's 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 the main reason for that pick southampton still look good in, yeah. in an attacking sense and i think they'll 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 do watford 2-0 here that's my prediction
0: i agree um i think yeah watford's next two fixtures arsenal and man united if if you have a, an arsenal asset yeah, I'd play him. For 100%. sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, going into my second Mav, it's uh, Super Mav this week. It's absolutely off the scale. Um, and this bloke's only played one time. Mm. Uh, but it's Joe uh, Gelhart. I think, I'm pretty sure it's Joe Gelhart. Is he the the lead
1: striker, the the 4.5 million guy?
0: yeah. So, I watched him, and uh, I think James and Sudge actually mentioned this, and, and also Martin Keir. But while I, I, while I was actually was, watching him, I was like, "This kind of this guy kind of runs like messy a little bit. Like he's really jinky. He's really like low gravity. He twists, mm-hmm. he turns. He drew, drove into the box numerous times. He had a really good shot, which he probably should have scored. Like you can tell he's got that finish in him, and to win mm-hmm. that penalty, like. He was flying. He, he nips in front of the Wolves um, defender. I mean, I can't remember the defender for the life of me. Their left back. Uh, who, who were they playing against? Uh, Wolves. Your mate. Eight Nori. It was Eight Nori. Was it Eight Nori? Oh no! Uh, right back then. Who was the Who's the other guy? Last No, not myself. Um Somato. The boy Samado. I think it was. Um, yeah, he nipped in there and obviously he's clattered him and, and got the, the penalty in the 94th minute. Um, yeah. So I think that Leeds fans are crying out for him to start, not to start, but to come on with the last 20 minutes, half an hour to open things up rather than Tyler Roberts because he can just come in that 10 and just cause havoc. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I know uh, he's he's been a,
1: consistent performer for the the england youth team the under twenties he's he's always done well for them because so i had i had seen his name always in that squad and by all reports he's he's uh he's a good player for when he plays in the national side for for the england twenties mm-hmm. uh he's I, I, I did have to to look him up the other day he's only nineteen years old and
0: yeah
1: yeah he 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 comes on and he's he looks like he's technically brilliant uh he's got so much pace and that's that's kind of how he won the penalty off the mark he's too quick he's a he's balanced like you say like that that comp to messy. like obviously there's that's a that's a that's a stretch but he's just got some of those comparisons that you can see little things and that's what you're going to get with some of these young footballers they grow up and you they idolize and model their game on these types of players who are who were were the the kings of that that generation when these guys were were five six years old, so you can understand why they've they've got some similarities to the way they play. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's amazing, mate. He's he's four point five mil, and he's potentially going to get some. You know, he could get that thirty sixty plus minutes as a striker against Norwich City.
0: Well, imagine Grant Hanley running after him after an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Timber, Paul Hanley, Paul Grant <laughs> Hanley. I know
1: he struggled against Chelsea. He puts looks like- in every every effort. I can't knock the guy,
0: but he's just he's a Championship defender. He's not a Premier League defender. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully he comes on and does a bit. I'm hoping Leeds. I'm hoping this is the the game that Leeds need to win with Rafinha and Phillips back, and we just blow them away. And hopefully the old Leeds will be back. He's praying. Yeah. You, you you desperately need a winner, mate
1: desperate so my mad number two is someone who had um who had a good performance against brighton for man city last week it's gabriel jesus good i fact. think he's he's ready to pop again because he showed early in the season he had a couple of games in in a row where he had double digit points returns like um goal assist he had two assists in a game um and he, he's, he has scored since then um, he came back from that international break, uh, had a week off, and then came back against Brighton, looked good, almost lasted the full 90, got an assist. He just looks so dangerous, so comfortable. He seems like his first choice and cru- crucial to the way that, that Man City are playing at the moment. And City just look like the team that have got the most goals in them every week. Yeah. And following on from this week, they've got Crystal Palace and Man United. But then they've they've still got fixtures of of Everton, West Ham. I think they can score against um, Villa, and then then their, their their hot run continues against Watford, Wolves, Leeds, Newcastle. Yeah. So you can put this guy in there. He's eight point six mil at the moment, owned by only owned by nine percent of people in the game, and he's just that that striker that could fill that void for you. And a lot of squads have cash at the moment with the likes of. Lukaku and Ronaldo downgrades. So you can easily go to a, a mid price forward like Jesus and he'll probably score more goals and return more points than than Jimenez or or even Antonio, who's got a tough run of fixtures uh coming up as well. So they're the type of that's the type of asset I'm looking to replace those those kind of strikers.
0: Yeah, mate, I like it. And just a little update, um he didn't start for um, City against West Ham um, in the EFL Cup. He's mm-hmm. come on in the second half, and it's actually 4-3 um, to West Ham on penalties. So it looks like if, if West Ham take this You're penalty kidding. correctly, City are out, dumped out in their own competition.
1: I started watching that earlier this morning. You know who looked really good was Masuaku. Oh, I and I like he's it. finally coming back to fitness. He's an awesome player. Hmm. I agree. Good player and Mares is, rub- is rubbish. Just confirming, Mares <laughs> is rubbish. Well, he, <laughs> he got kept giving, the, he kept giving the ball away. Oh, I'm not surprised he got hooked, did he? Yeah, he got hooked. Oh, uh, Pep, I could ju- you could just see Pep, he just yeah, because City is so like you know, possession based and he he just makes poor decisions and gives away the ball too often.
0: Um, in terms of Jesus's fixtures and say Harry Kane, because obviously I think you want Harry Kane game week 12. Mm. Jesus has Crystal Palace, Manu, Everton, like you said, and then Kane has Manu, Everton, Leeds. Who do you think out of that game week run is going to score more points? Jesus or Kane? Great question. Oh, okay, and here's my response
1: I think Kane will score more points, but I'll likely go Jesus because you've got a $4 million saving and I can get Son in midfield who I think can cover Tottenham's points. The way Tottenham are playing, I don't want to double down on, on Spurs' assets. I think it's too much. And I'd rather go the cheaper option with Son and fill a, a, a nice midfield slot there. But then I can still have a, a, a nice mid, uh, mid-price striking asset with a good run of fixtures there. In a team that are going to score the most goals. Yeah. So that's why I'm tending to go look at the the Son and um, Son and Jesus combo rather than Kane. And, uh, you know, it, it could, I wonder if you could stretch it to a mount. So that's 19 and Son. No, nah, it's still cheaper getting Jesus and Son. So, yeah, yeah the way you think about it, mm. that, that, that's how I'm using it is, is I'll have more money to spread around my squad. And, and I don't want to get stuck with with Kane. The only reason why you could go or you could look at Kane is that he'd be a good asset to hold that premium striker spot. Yeah, and then you could switch back to Ronaldo or Lukaku if you wanted. But just the the, the challenges we're seeing with those guys—Lukaku's injured. Man United's form. I don't think we need that that placeholder for a premium striker anymore. So no. yeah, it's it's up to squad balance. You could plug in. Plug Kane in and hope he he returns what a twelve million is worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm going for the the cheaper option.
0: Good, I like that analysis, mate. That might might help me with my moves this week. So stick on Kane for another week if you've got him for sure. Have a look. You you've got Kane, don't you? I do. That's why I asked you the question. I think I'm really this.
1: I think you've got other. Other areas of his squad to work on before you move Kane out because he's got some fixtures where he could he could bang a brace. He had some chances on the weekends. Just Spurs' form isn't that good. Yeah,
0: true. Okay.
1: Well, very good pick, mate. Well, what have we got next? All right, Benny up next. I'm on Benny's bargain bucket pick, and I'm going back to one of our old favourites and look looking at form and fixtures. I'm l- I'm liking Brentford again. I'm I'm switching back onto them defensively and I'm looking at Rico Henry we've mentioned him before early on in the season uh, and and he's he's still underperforming Um, he's a very attacking uh, he's he he plays high up on the wing-backed role for them he hasn't scored or assisted this season but he's had plenty of chances to so I think Brentford are on the cusp of, of doing some damage they've got three amazing fixtures with Burnley Norwich and Newcastle The only concern I have for a defensive pick for Brentford at the moment is the fact that uh, Raya, the keeper, is now out for four or five months with a posterior cruciate ligament knee injury. So with him out, they've got a good keeper, Fernandez or Hernandez, who will be the backup coming in for them. But defensively, I still don't think that changes things. They've got a settled back line there. They're all performing well. Those three fixtures, 45 a million defender who's, who's very attacking. Like if you paired him with a Livermento and played the fixtures there, you could still go a premium um, Trent or, or Chilwell Cancelo. Um, you could play four in the back. And then that means you can still have your Harry Canes up front without sacrificing too much in midfield.
0: Fair play. Yeah. I think, um, hmm, interesting He's one. He's yeah. Due. I think I really liked him from the start of the season. I was a bit pissed off when I put him in and then took him out and he scored um, or whatever he did. He scored, scored some points. Yeah, they had some clean sheets along the way, but it's just this is the,
1: that type of pick that he's, he's frustrating the type of asset because their defence looks so good, but they have been conceding you know, that one goal the last couple of weeks. So he's, But he's only 1% owned and playing the fixtures, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle, they're the three games you want to attack in the league at the moment. So it's, it's just a perfect pick for that, that, that run. So if you're wild-carding, I'd have him in there as a no-brainer, as the, your fourth or fifth defender. Um, it's better than, than bringing in a, a Ben White or someone like that or a, or a Wolves defender because he's so attacking and they've got the fixtures to, to bring in points. So that, that, that was my thinking. And a great rotation for, for Livermento if you're not looking to play Livermento every week,
0: the With genius. That. <laughs> he's, he's coming up trumps, isn't he, that boy? He's, he's just such a perfect FPL enabler Love it uh, you got him? I do have him, yet. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about Tony as well while we were here Yeah Like, is he, he going to come good now? Is he going to start banging him in or what?
1: Yeah, mate, I think he had a goal ruled out for offside on the weekend And I think that was debatable It was like his arm or something was, was beyond the line I thought that was harsh mm. It looked like a goal um, and Brentford are still looking dangerous in attack every week, so um, I'm I'm backing them in those three fixtures. And Tony's he's looking good for for that for that price point. What is he? Six point four still. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Now he's gone up to six five this week. People started bringing him in. Like yeah, like I brought him in for Lukaku as the downgrade instead of going for Vardy. So yeah, for those fixtures, he's perfect. You haven't got him. You're running um, with Antonio and Kane, yeah. That's um,
0: it's so hard not to pull the trigger on Kane, so you've got hard. to
1: stick with him, especially against Man United after that performance. Because they're either the players are going to do that again and then Solskjaer will be gone, or or they'll put up a bit of a fight. And either way, Kane could, if, if that game was a, was a one-one, Kane could still be the goal scorer, man. He's on penalties. You, you can't you can't move him at the moment, I think you've got to prioritize the likes of um click in midfield and stuff like that there's there's a few little clean-up jobs you need to do before moving on kane
0: Hang in there.
1: but but mate if you, if you go with a Mav pick that scores twenty four points you know you make up that minus four in
0: fingers in, <laughs> in one game mate. exactly so we'll see um yeah. Mav cap then for me this week, is it? Or on Mav cap? Yeah, I'm gonna go for my boy. I'm going very biased this week. Um, as I always am with Leeds. But I think you've got to target the fixtures. Rafinha, I think he's a good option. Yeah. Uh, Norwich. I think he's durable.
1: Confident, confident he'll play?
0: Yeah, I think he like, I know he had that knock. I think he, he he'll play. We'll need him to play. He'll get an injection or something. He'll play whatever happens.
1: I I tend to agree with you. This is, like you said earlier, this is basically the most critical game you've played so far this season. It's must, must win three points. So yeah. Yeah. You got it back in there. Oh, interesting. Would you, would you ever trust him with, with the captaincy? This, so say, say it's confirmed that he's, he's okay for the weekend. And there were some comments um, from, from Bielsa saying that he should be fine. So Let's say he he starts this weekend. You've got the choice between let's say Salah and Rafina for the cap and Are you too scared to take it off Salah, or or are you going to tuck him in? And would you seriously consider Rafina, or are you just doing this for
0: for the pod? No, you know, I generally am um, thinking in my situation. I you need you need a differential to catch up because you've fallen behind. I'm 80 points off the fucking top now. After that, I didn't captain Bruno Fernandes at the first game. He scored a hat trick, and I didn't captain Salah, and he scored a hat trick. Yeah, I think you're right. Like I've, I've literally got nothing to lose. I probably should just stick it on him. There's, there's there's a couple. of... Yeah, you you've got to make
1: some gains. I think with that 80 point gap now, because of the you've missed those those big points hauls. And those kind of random game weeks only come up a couple of times per season. So yeah, unless you, you play the long game and try and make up, you know, three, four, five points each week to, to slowly crawl back, you've got to take some risks with the captaincy because that's how you make the big jumps. So Norwich, they're rubbish, mate. If Rafina gets a double and Salah blanks or assist or goal. Only you've you've got to hope for a double
0: return from Rafina to make it worthwhile. I could see him scoring an assist in too. Genuinely, if we pump mm-hmm. him four four nil, which I think we could, and if Phillips is back, a couple of other players are around, it's either going to be cagey and really nervy, or we'll score early and we'll pump him, and, and Rafina will be the boy. And also, if Rafina doesn't start, and I captain him and stick my vice on Salah, that's also fine. Yeah,
1: true. Rafina. How, how he was so good for Brazil, scored two, played amazing in that during that international break. He's he's really in some some good form, um, and that, this is the fixture where I'm I'm sticking with Rafinha, and, and think he'll do well. I just yeah for me, and my position,
0: I'm I'm yeah. going to
1: captain the best player in the world at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think that's absolutely fine, mate. And and I think in terms of just a quick one on Leeds assets. Um, Why I need to clean up my team is, uh, yeah, they've got Norwich and then Leicester at home and Tottenham away. So Rafinha is the only player you probably keep. But even then, I think maybe you look at moving him on, depending on how well he goes against Norwich. If he goes well against Norwich, that can pipe us up and we could come good. So, Mm. Very interesting times, my friend. I think I might put the cap on Rafinha because what have I got to lose?
1: I would love to see that. I'll do it. yeah, of course you will. You've 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 done more random things I've seen in this game many many times
0: over. I'll do it for you, mate. Exciting game week ahead, then, my friend. Lovely stuff, mate. Well, um, cheers for today, and see you soon.